guys, welcome back to Movie Geek. It is your host, Carissa Corona. Um, I know that some of you have been following me on my Instagram and have been wondering why I'm being totally inconsistent with this podcast. And um, I know I've shared a little bit in the past, but not as often as I probably should. Um, I have been dealing with some thyroid issues. Um, the word cancer has been thrown out there, but I try really hard to not think about it or be consumed by that thought. Um, just because your body does respond to your stress levels, they respond to your thoughts. And um, so I, I don't really like talking too much about my personal life. I don't really like putting that burden on anybody, but I know that some of you have been listening and I know people have reached out and you could hear it even in my voice, like just the heavy breathing and having a hard time speaking. Like it, that is an issue for me. Um, so I'm so grateful for you guys and everyone who has been very supportive, every person who's reached out, every single person who has had concerns. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Keep sending those positive vibes towards me just because it is a battle. It is hard. My family is going through the ringer already um, with the loss of my aunt and then one of my cousins also struggling. Uh, so I, I really don't want to put that energy out there, but um, I think that the best way we can be, especially like for me and my cousin learning from my aunt, which was be positive and just enjoy your life and so that's that's what I've been trying to do I have been watching movies I have I please thank you so much for being so patient everything that you guys DM me and request for me to watch I do make the time I really do I do take days out of my week and will watch especially on days where I'm not feeling too well um, I can just kind of lay there and watch whatever you guys are asking me to watch because I know that it has been inconsistent with my posting on here but I am watching them and I have lots of notes so we're gonna talk about those today <laughs> um yeah because I I know that I shared I I kind of had some energy to share a couple um weeks back with the new Amazon film with Chris Pratt and I honestly wasn't that impressed this trailer looked so awesome and I was really excited to watch it and then I did watch it and it just was really wasn't that big of a deal but one thing I did notice what um with watching I, I think I, I think I did do a review I did a review on The Handmaid's Tale the new season I think but if I didn't I'm going to touch bases with it today so I'm going to just talk about a few films that I've watched recently uh, I finished Handmaid's Tale like a while back. Um, I feel like they gave us a huge teaser. I mean, it was cool to know that Kate, what or whatever, I forget her name, but she was she was a director for one of or three of the episodes, which cool, whatever. They hyped that up, which I think was like trying to get us distracted by the fact that they kind of. <laughs> they were so lazy. I, I think this is what I'm frustrated over, especially with film and television recently. And I'm actually going to reach out to one of my friends who is also really big in films. His name is Kyle. 
Um, I think his handle is Blu-ray Kyle. I'm gonna have, if you guys know who I'm talking about, please follow that person because he's really cool and he definitely shares his thoughts on films as well. And so I'm gonna actually reach out to him and see what he thought about it. But um, I've been really disappointed in films this year. Films and television have just been really half-assed, <laughs> to be honest. I feel like they use 2020 as an excuse, which in all reality, we all have social media, we all have uh, platforms where we can watch celebrities, and we know that they didn't take the pandemic very serious. As much as they wanted to preach that we all had to stay in and wear our masks and get the COVID shots and blah, 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 blah. They were not doing them themselves. They were still going to parties. They were still having get-togethers. They were still filming. So why all of these new films and television series are garbage, I have no idea why. Um, it, it definitely should be better than it was before, but they really were just like slapped together. And it's very frustrating, <laughs> to be honest, just because it makes my job very boring. <laughs> it's like I have nothing to say because there really wasn't anything to it. There was nothing exciting. I definitely was excited over Cruella. I'm really sad to see that there was people that didn't like Cruella because I felt like, you guys know me, I am a fan of the villains. I'm a fan of like those victory type of movies, shows, whatever, but Corella for me is like we got to see it in sight of who she was. Not that I agree of her skinny puppies, but we got to see a side of her that we didn't normally see in a backstory that we didn't know. So for me, it was an excellent film, but I did hear from others. And I think I shared, I shared a podcast on my Twitter of a group of two men who also talk about Cruella and what they thought of it. So I do appreciate hearing people talk about things that are opposing of my opinion. So if you guys are commenting on these, please do not fight with each other. Please, 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 please. I am a person that appreciates other people's opinions and I appreciate what other people think and I appreciate when someone thinks differently from me. So when I hear someone say, I did not like this film or I did not like this television series or I didn't vote for this person, I genuinely care and I want to hear. So. Please be mature while you're in my comments. But yeah, I, did, I didn't. I wasn't really impressed by most of the films that I've watched recently, and so I'm just gonna kind of talk about some of the films that I I did watch. Um, so I think the last that I stopped at was Cruella. Um, I did, I think I talked about Profile, actually this weekend I was at my parents' house and I, this past Sunday, and I introduced my mom to Profile, and my dad and my mom, like, we always kind of joke, like, when my dad's super stressed, he either starts, like, shaking his leg or he, like, runs his hand over his head, uh, see, his head is shaved, so he, like, starts rubbing his head, uh, and he started doing that, so they actually really did, like, profile, my mom was like, this woman is so stupid, like, she was so into it, which was really hilarious for me, because, I mean, profile, even watching it for the second time, it really did give me anxiety, I was like, oh my god, this is like a roller coaster, and even though I know what's coming, it's still giving me the butterflies, because it was so intense, I mean, me, I think when Isis 
was really a thing. I was already an adult. I mean, ISIS has been around for a while, but for me, I think for the first time I ever heard about it, I was pregnant with my third child. So I, I was all very consumed and really didn't pay much attention to what was happening um, because I had babies and then I had my third child being born. So it was just, it was a lot for me going on. So watching television, hanging out on my phone are just not things that I did then. So watching it from a journalist perspective was very intense for me. Someone who was pretending to be a woman who had converted was intense. <laughs> so introducing it to my parents was a lot of fun. So I can't remember, I don't think that I did talk about it, but I did see The Conjuring. And I watched The Conjuring and I gotta say, out of all the films that I ever watched this year, television, Conjuring was my favorite. Um, but I am biased, you guys know this, because I absolutely love the Conjuring films, I love the, the warts, and so learning about the Warrens and just more depth of their story was really exciting for me. Um, it kind of starts off with this, like, verse in the Bible, and then it throws you into, I can see things your people can't which would really kind of gave chills down my spine because it's true so she's investigating this 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 film is called the devil made me do it and lorraine is investigating she's helping cops investigate these murders and these missing people and so she tells them you know you guys are relying so much on the physical and I can tell you what's going on in the spiritual so this movie really takes you more depth of her giftings and what she's capable of doing and for her being able to tap into that place really does benefit these cops and benefits the people that she's trying to help so it's based off of true events and there was a true murder case that she helped on and so they they gravitated towards that the screenwriters so the thought that i had to myself was is the devil stronger than god himself satanists seem to believe so so fear grips this soul and the demon uses that to control your situations which whatever spirituality you are whatever religion that you've ever experienced it all kind of comes off to that one idea that fear is what kind of handicaps people and creates this like alter ego. And so for this film, this person is being a conduit for a demonic force that is causing them to respond in a violent way and then ultimately kill whoever the target is. So with this kid he actually thinks that he's tripping out and he ends up becoming a different person and he kills i think a dog and then the man who owns the business so yeah there's like it's a really cool storyline i feel like it kind of takes us through different rabbit trails there's about three different storylines in this film that she is working towards and through all that you you kind of see more depth of the fascination that people had in the 70s and 80s with satanism and 
just how people I think ultimately people want to believe in something higher than themselves and they will gravitate to whatever that is so whether it be God or Satan or other gods like they're just people just really want to find something that is beyond them they want to make sense of their life it's so and having a sense of purpose so these people start to whatever they're gravitating towards that's what it is in this specific focus this specific person is a Satanist in this town and they're creating havoc everywhere they go. And so it's, I felt like it was a really good storyline. Was it the best Conjuring ever? No. Uh, but I definitely like the pieces that you put together. Um, I, I still love the film. I would give this movie like a 9 out of 10. Um, just because there were certain things that I felt were rushed, but ultimately it was still a great storyline. And I mean, I'm a sap for the war and love story. And what I found really interesting, because I was actually talking to my son about it, was in this movie, it attacks the love. And I've always said this multiple times, love is stronger than any type of energy in this world. Love is so powerful and when you are connected with the right person, you really do bring out the best in that person and they bring out the best in you. And I feel like with the Warrens, that's who they were. He supported her and her gift and she supported him and his ambition and for them, they became like this powerful force. And what I find interesting is multiple times throughout the film and throughout the franchise, they really handicap her when they attack her husband. <laughs> when they attack Ed and they kind of push him in a direction that's opposite of hers and she feels like she can't cover him. She's, she feels like she can't protect him. She feels like she's too far out. Those are the times that she becomes weak. And so really it's Ed who makes her feel confident and strong in her gift and move forward. And so this film really talks about that. And for me, it's really special. Um, <laughs> I think it's great. I'm just sat for love, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Never experienced it, but I can tell you that when you do have it, I feel it is a film that can make you stronger. So check out The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. I do think that it's out of theaters now. You might be able to pirate the movie, or I think it's, I think you can rent it also. So the next movie that I watched was The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. That's a really long title for a movie. It was unnecessary. <laughs> um, but it's based off of... What was the other? It's a sequel to The Hitman, I think. Right? That's what the movie's called, The Hitman. Right? With Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> so this movie was funny. I will say it had a lot of funny parts. Um, Selma Hayek is in this film, and I love Selma Hayek. You guys know this. However, I'm really just fed up with the stereotypes that Hispanic women have in film. Um, I think I've shared this before, but there's only been one woman of Hispanic descent who has ever won an Oscar <laughs> and 
Uh, most people take it from her because she's Puerto Rican and most people don't consider Puerto Ricans Hispanic because of the American territory, which I also think is ridiculous. However, that's kind of the debate that goes back and forth. So with that debate, there has never been a Hispanic woman who's ever won an Oscar. Um, and I think Hispanic men, only two have ever won in the history of film. So that's, that's, that's a really big deal. It's a really big deal. And this is where I have to pick, pick my bone with because um, Hispanic women are always stereotyped and typecast as the sexy stepmom, the sexy this, sexy that. They can never just be intelligent. They can never just be amazing. It always has to include some type of sexy stereotype. And with this film, I felt like they did that. Instead of looking at Selma Hayek's character as a badass, as a woman who was strong, as a woman who was able to fight, they kept putting out there that she is sexy, that she had to use her body to attract what she wanted. And for me, that was really frustrating because I know that Selma Hayek is an amazing actress and I know that she has a lot of talent and she has a lot of things to share and say, but she keeps falling into these roles and it's just very frustrating for me. So, <laughs> I feel like it could have been better, but overall that was still like just a problem for me. There was too many moments where she could have been this very powerful character and it just fell back into, oh, I have big boobs, look at them. You know, like that's frustrating. But this movie is based off the world's most lethal, odd couple, a bodyguard. Michael Bryce and a hitman, Darius Kinsade. They are back together for another life-threatening mission. Still unlicensed and under scrutiny, Bryce is forced into action by Darius even more, his violent wife. Soon all three are in over their heads when a madman sinister plot threatens to leave Europe. In total chaos. <laughs> so for me, I'm gonna give this movie like a four out of ten. <gasps> Don't get mad at me, guys. <laughs> I know there's gonna be so many people that are gonna be mad at me because they love this this franchise and they love this film, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it a four out of ten. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sticking, I'm sticking to it. It's a 4 out of 10. It's not that entertaining. There are moments that are so funny, but I felt like the storyline was dragged on, and it was just like the very loose comedy that everyone tends to gravitate towards when they're not actually funny. You know, I always say this, you're not actually funny if you have to cuss every other word. So... This film is whatever to me. It, it was a 4 out of 10. I wouldn't say it was the greatest film that Ryan Reynolds has ever done, but it was okay. You could watch it just a pastime, but I wouldn't say go watch this movie. Make sure you download it now. 
No, I'm not going to say that. So the last, oh wait, I think I did talk about the woman. I think I talked about the woman in the window. That was so boring. I wasted my, my life. Don't watch it. I'm not even going to give it a rating. It was so dumb. So to, the tonight I watched for the second time, Black Widow. I wanted to make sure that I actually caught everything. So I watched it the first time because I know with like superhero films, there's always these Easter eggs and whatever, you know, whatever. But I watched it a second time and my opinion still sticks to what it is. I really like her. I don't really watch Marvel films religiously. There's a lot of them that I've never watched, but I also feel like you don't really have to, to be able to understand the storyline. But I will say, and I told you guys this before, the two characters that I do actually like from Marvel are the Phoenix and Black Widow. Black Widow, not always. I haven't always been a fan of her. I've always, I've always been a fan of the Phoenix, but Black Widow has been an acquired fan base for me because I started to learn her backstory and how dark her story actually is and that's what's really made me like her so i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna tell you the truth i wasn't like over the moon excited to go see this film it was for whatever for me i'll see it or i don't see it it doesn't really like matter but i knew you guys were gonna want a review so that's why i watched it so i watched it the first time by myself and i watched it the second time second time with my kids the kids seem to really like it, but I mean, they I've watched them watch other films before. Like we sat through and watched Justice League, the Snyder Cut, and they were so excited, just really just glued to it. This time around, the kids were not glued to it, so Black Widow for them is whatever. But for me, I felt like they rushed through the scenes. Her character is so... It's full of depth. So the fact that it felt so rushed, even though the movie itself was two hours long, that's saying something. They really did just throw this together just to give fans another movie to watch. And then of course they give us the end credit film or end credit scene and they're insinuating that there's going to be another one. This time with her sister. But, I hope that didn't like, ah, uh, no. If you guys read comments, then you're gonna not be surprised about that. But, you know, we saw in Endgame that she died and then it's just weird that they bring out this other movie to kind of explain her story. And I think this takes place after the Civil War. I don't know, but, cause like I didn't watch that either. So, um, uh, I don't know, I feel like it's super rushed. I wasn't totally like, oh my God, this film is the most incredible film I've ever seen in my life. This had to be made, this had to be shown by, by the theaters. You had to have this movie in your, your collection. I'm not gonna say that. It was okay, there were some parts that were funny, there was other parts that, you know, kind of grabbed your attention, but overall the film itself, I'm going to give it a six out of 10. I'm not going to say that this film is terrible, but I'm also not going to say that this film is amazing. I've seen better superhero films and this just was not to par. There was a lot of action. 
So if you're looking for action, that's it. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of moments where you're like, oh, that's cool. That was a, that was a really, really cool move she did right there. That's badass, you know, like, but like I said, it was rushed. The storyline had lacked depth. And I think they basically just kind of rode on the, the coattail of the fact that jo Scarlett Johansson is beautiful and she has an attractive body. But I know that I've saw in interviews before, she doesn't really like when people kind of point that out. She doesn't really like to be characterized as that person, but unfortunately that's what they keep doing. They keep focusing on who she is physically. So that's what this film did. It focused on that. I mean, it was cute, you know, when they, they mentioned that the vest and she, the sister was talking about all pockets of the vest. And uh, if you've watched End, End Games, you know that she wears the vest. So yeah, that was a cute little like, you know, this is what happens in, in Endgame. But overall, I would say this film is a solid six. You're not that if you are an actual fan, I don't think that you're going to leave this with all of the spark and joy in the world. You're probably gonna leave indifferent. I feel like this is like no, I'm, I'm probably gonna get scrutinized for this, but this is like the equivalent of Ant-Man. Like Ant-Man was cool, you watched it, whatever, but it wasn't like the most incredible film you've ever seen in your life. You know, and it really wasn't important to watch, but, big but, it was still okay. It was enjoyable. You could sit through it, you can enjoy it, but I just wouldn't say that you're gonna leave with all this shock and awe. You're just, it, it's an indifferent film. So, Black Widow, six out of 10. I don't have anything more to talk about for you guys as far as um, films or television, but if you guys do have something for me to review that you would like me to review, you can always DM me or at me on Twitter or Instagram. Let me know. I'll watch it for you. I'll talk about it. Again, if you guys did watch Black Widow, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts or any of the other films. If you've watched them and you have some thoughts, please message me, DM me, or at me, at Carissa Corona, and it's Carissa with three S's, C-A-R-I-S-S-S-A, Corona, C-O-R-O-N-A. All right, guys, I'm getting tired, so I will talk to you later. Bye.